So welcome to another episode of Below the Surface with MJ. On this podcast, we dig deep and go below the surface on important topics. So today is the start of season two on Below the Surface. And I figure we kick season two off with a bang. Today's episode is titled Protecting the King and Understanding His Weight. I have two special guests today, and they are perfect for this conversation. So we have Charles Carter, who offers an interesting, diverse, and raw perspective. And then we have Trent Jolly, a radio personality who day in and day out offers an untiring voice about heavy topics. So thank you guys today for being on the show. So are you guys ready to go below the surface today? Let's do it. Let's dig. Let's dig. All right, so when we think of the game of chess, every piece on the board is designed to protect the king, all right? And as we dig into the weight that the man carries, and in particular, the black man, I hope to provide insight as to why we must, in the literal sense, protect the king. The black man. So here are some key statistics of the challenges that black men experience in several important domains. So the first one is black men have lower levels of educational attainment. Comparatively, black men have fewer opportunities to receive higher education. On average, black men experience higher employment, unemployment rates, lower labor force participation, and lower earnings. Women live longer than men on average. Life expectancy is the lowest for black men according to the CDC, National Center for Health statistics. And then the last one, black men face a higher chance of being incarcerated, according to the Bureau of Justice data. So that's a lot, right? Y'all agree? That's a lot. Yes. Yeah. So when we go back to the chess piece, um, we also know that the queen is the most powerful piece on the game board, right? That means literally and figuratively, the woman has a lot of power and influence over the king. Um, she can literally speak death, or she can speak life into his existence, leaving the, king pen, leaving the king piece being the most vulnerable piece on the board. So today, I really want us to dig deep and provide insight to how we as women can better understand and support men. Uh, we want to create a safe space for men to provide us, women, the depthness that sometimes I think we as women aren't willing to hear. Um, so here's my question, Trent and Chuck. With that being said, the black man is up against all of these statistics, right? What kind of support can the women provide to you in your life? And when I talk about women, again, I'm not talking about your significant other only, right? I'm talking about your daughters, your aunts, your sisters, your mothers, your grandmothers. Uh, how can we as women provide support to the man? How can we be an ally to you when you're up against so many different challenges? So I'll start with you, Trent. Mine is, I think women, like y'all are, y'all are our key point to life. If you speak life into my situation, more, more likely I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to succeed. But I think a lot of times that we start speaking negative thoughts into to the person that we're with, even though we love them, we don't want to see them fail. Mm -hmm. And so we take it and we don't fight as hard as we would have if you spoke life in my situation, even when I was failing. Do that right. kind of make sense? No, most definitely. Okay. Yeah, most definitely. So what's your thought process, Chuck? Um, just 
I think just understanding the love aspect of it, and that goes into um, different things. Right. Um, understanding that we need love in, in, in areas of struggle. We need love in areas of, of when we're at our highest. We need love um, just when we're just going through our day-to-day um, existence and just trying to uh, be, be a better man for our families, be a better man for our significant others, be a better man for um, places that we work for. Right. Um, so just understanding that dynamic and understanding that uh, not all men move for the same reason and the same purpose. Right. Um, so I think that's the most significant thing um, in that um, aspect of from from loved ones. From right, right. And you have something else? Most definitely. And yeah. also, and hear me, or hear mm-hmm. us as men. Mm-hmm. Like, when we apologize for certain things in different ways, it may not come out as a, I'm sorry. It may come out as, you know, let's go on a date. So a lot of things that we're saying that we actually won't speak up and say verbally, but read my body language. Read us to know where we're going for we can't be the king for you. Right. So, okay. So you, you said a lot. You said a lot in that. Um, and both of you said some really great things. Um, so with that being said, do you, how do you guys manage when you feel as if you don't have a safe space, right? Because what I've noticed a lot of times is men are slow to communicate, right? Um, what are the ways in which women can better communicate and allow you a safe space to just open up and freely talk about some of the things that you struggle, right? Because we notice that you deal with a lot on the outside, in the outside world, right? But you, we don't want that stuff to carry on in, within your home life, right? So how, what does that look like? How does that, that communication need to happen? Is it, is it about timing, right? Because I know a lot of times as women, we, if we got something to say, we ready to say it and I can't hold it and I'm about to say it right now, right? <laughs> So talk, talk to me through that. Yeah. Well, I think um, the timing aspect is, is very essential. But then again, um, a lot of times in my head mentally, I'm already trying to figure out ways to resolve solutions and how can I, you know, go about doing it differently. Um, it might not necessarily be the, the way that you say it or the tone in which you're saying it. Sometimes it's just how it's just. Uh, communicated effectively to the household. So um, in a lot of aspects, when you're dealing with things as a man, you want to make sure that that she does have a safe space to say anything to you, but the way and the manner that she's saying it to you, you're receptive of it at that moment. Right. Um, So um, for me, and understanding that dynamic has been just very, very um, a lot easier over time. Um, Me understanding um, her as an individual, uh, understanding what she wants from, from me as a man, as a king, too. Um, and then that goes for my mother, that goes for you, that goes for um, any woman that I, I come in contact with. Um, you just want to make sure that you're being in a place to be receptive of the time. Right. Um, because a lot of men, based off of circumstances, uh, based off of um, things that have transpired over the course of their lives, are, are going to communicate differently through body language or through wording. Right. Um, so that's just been a key part for um, understanding the growth of a man and the timing that he's going through, whatever. Um, so I think when you're able to do that, you're able to um, have conversations without um, the volume of your, your, your voice being bigger than what you're trying to convey. Wow. Um, so Yeah. You know, that's I, heavy. Yeah. yeah. What, you have anything else to add, Trent? Most definitely. My, my thing is recognize um, the things I always call my demons. 
recognizing things that, that normally set me off to act out in a different way now, I upset you. Mm-hmm. You know, recognize the things that you say, you know, around our friends to a point where I feel offended, but I can't say nothing to you because if I say something to you, that's another argument. You know, recognize the things that are going to lead us to destruction before we get a chance to grow in our life. So I think a lot of things we don't see in life mm-hmm. because we're bombarded by life itself. You know, a stigma of a relationship, but man, love me if I can, if I can live for you and be the king for you. Right. And, I, and I promise you, there's so much more to add. It's a lot of things we don't see in relationships. Mm-hmm. We don't recognize how we're tearing each other down with the things that we say. I know when you're upset with me, the way you look. So it is the way that she's saying <laughs> You know? So I know for a fact that you can say something out your mouth a certain way, but you really, you, you ain't sorry. Right. You know, right. so. No, 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 no. So j- just yeah. recognize my energy while I recognize your energy. Right. We as women can be very clever with how we yes. uh, how we yes. deliver a message. All right, so we talked about a lot, right? But I want to kind of talk through, and this will be the last question before we go to part two. Um, mentally, right? Um, men are up against a lot, mm. right? We see the we see these statistics being played out daily, and unfortunately, the mental health of our men sometimes goes unnoticed until it's too late. Uh, why do men avoid seeking help with mental health issues, right? Are we not providing those safe spaces? Are we not protecting the king? Can I, can I answer that? Like, yeah. Well, I, it's not that protecting. I think even become, before we become mental health, y'all started telling us that we're mental health. You got a problem. Something wrong with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So after so, yeah, so after so long, I can't get through to you. I started believing. I said, I guess something is wrong with me then. <laughs> yes, sir. Right, right. As men, once we get to a, a place to where you can say things and it doesn't always set off a woman, um, because usually a lot of men sometimes feel like this, and I hate to say it, but, you know, when I'm right, we end up in a fight. Um, and that's a, it's, a serious, it's a serious thing that men deal with. Yeah. So a lot of times when you're um, trying to convey certain things or trying to get your message across, you're not necessarily trying to start an argument. You're just trying to... Um, at least just get somebody to understand where you're coming from. Right. Um, so when it comes to that aspect of the mental health part of it, um, a lot of times as black men, we've always been like, boy, don't cry. Mm. Don't do this. Because yeah. that's showing signs of weakness. But in, in, in honesty, it's really showing signs of strength. Right, right. Um, so we have get, we have, I think as, as black people, we have to get back to just being able to address what some of the issues that we're dealing with, some of the things that we, we come in contact with. But um, to be able to say those things, but then be, no matter where you're going or no matter what you're doing, the place and the time and understanding that part of it, but then not trying to necessarily trigger someone. Right. Um, because you don't want to get challenged as a man and you don't want to challenge another man. Right. Um, right. Because that's actually uh, another form of demasculization. You know, demasculization. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think once we get to that point and address those things, I think we can better move forward from that point forward. Awesome. Well, I appreciate y'all so much, and the conversation has been phenomenal. So you guys have just heard uh, Season 2, Episode 1, Protecting the King and Understanding His Weight with Charles Carter and Trent Jolly. Stay tuned for Part 2. Yeah.